in today's show. I'm looking ahead to Friday in the NBA for streaming. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. So, a few games left, a few days left in the season. And we're going to be looking at Friday, who we can be streaming in, points leagues, category leagues, look up the latest injury news across those games as well. Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Yahoo points leagues. Who are we streaming in here? Well, this bloke's available in a ton of spots, and that is, of course, the delicate dancer Alperen Shangun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. It only takes you one step to add him, and I don't know what you're really waiting for. So go and add him. It's a pretty obvious one, I think. Um, in Oklahoma City, look, I just don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to continue to sit Alexei Pokashevsky, Aaron Wiggins, and Teo Maladon? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I think at this point, we work under the assumption that they are, but they could easily just bring them back next game. I still would take a crack at Jalen Horde because he's played really well in, say, three of the last four games. Yes, it does. he does struggle when those other guys are there, for sure. But I don't think they're going to be there. So Jalen Horde is a pretty strong option, as is the bloke who's playing like 43 minutes a night as their starting point guard, Xavier Simpson. Simpson, eh? Yeah. Um, I don't know how many times I'm going to be able to play that sound drop, but I'm going to make sure I get my money's worth today. Uh, yeah, again, I just don't think that Maladon's going to play. That will be Simpson and Krejci playing in that backcourt. So why not? Obi Toppin's an easy one. He's going to get 40 minutes tonight because Thibodeau's a maniac and he's going to start the rest of the year. So he, he's a very, very obvious one as a must-roster guy. But also, if he is there, like you add him for the Friday game, of course. Ish Smith, well, you know, Wizards point cards. We know we can't predict what the hell Wes Unsell's going to do with that rotation. Uh, it could be 30, it could be 18, it could be 25 minutes. It's all over the shop at all times. But even last game where his minutes were down, his production was still pretty strong. Rui Hachimura, I, I, I guess... He's been really bad. He'll have the occasional game where he goes 21-8 and eight on 80% shooting, and everyone froths over him, and then he has nine points with two rebounds and no other stats. And that's more the norm than the other stuff for Rui. But again, the opportunity is there with Kuzma again likely sidelined. So you go with him. I'd much well, In a category league, I'd much prefer Denny Avdia. In a points league, it's probably really close between those two. But Avdia is an option, and he's available in a lot of spots as well. Killian Hayes. Again, a much better category than points league player, but I, I don't expect Corey Joseph to play. Again, I, I don't know. Detroit could do weird stuff. We've seen them do weird stuff plenty of times. So they could bring Joseph back and inexplicably limit Hayes to 22 minutes. I think that's probably unlikely, but it's possible. So that is a concern, but I, I still add Hayes. Jericho Sims, he's going to start. Mitchell Robinson's out again. So Sims played 34 minutes last game. Massive opportunity again. Well, the Italian cock, Danilo Gallinari, 
Hands off my he is uh, going to play in place of John Collins. He played huge minutes last game. I expect a pretty decent role for him for the rest of the regular season. For ESPN leagues, again, a lot of the same names are going to appear on this list. You start with Isaiah Roby, though. He's available in 70% of ESPN leagues. I don't think they're going to stop playing him. So it's him. It's Shangun. Jalen Horde, Ish Smith, Obi Toppin, Xavier Simpson. Simpson, eh? Rui Hachimura, Malik Monk's available. I don't think that... Well, I, I know that LeBron and Davis and Westbrook are out for Thursday. I really don't think they're playing Friday. I don't think they're playing again this season. So Monk and... We, we just don't know what they're going to do. Horton Tucker maybe becomes a stream. Maybe Austin Reeves. Maybe like Avery Bradley or Dwight Howard. The only one I feel confident in there is Malik Monk. But I just don't know with the others. Hachimura, Avdia, and uh, Reggie Bullock is a pretty good ESPN option. Who All of these guys are available in 70% of ESPN leagues. So they, they're going to be at least 70% of leagues. So they're going to be around for a lot of you guys to take a crack at. You should also take a crack at betonline.net, your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. They've got some odds up for a game for Friday between the Blazers and the Mavericks, and the Mavericks are 18.5-point favorites. 185 that is a lot of points. The Blazers are a terrible team. That is a big line. And you know what? I reckon the Mavericks cover that. I reckon they win by 30. That is... that is. You don't really see those lines very often, do you? But this Blazers team is absolutely taking the piss the majority of this season. So head to that website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Better line is where the game starts. Let's go to category leagues. Who are we looking at in the points category? Well, we will start in Oklahoma City again with all of the same caveats that I applied earlier. I don't know whether Pokashevsky or Wiggins or Maladon are going to play. I just don't know. And if they do play, then it really does hurt Jalen Horde. But otherwise, Jalen Horde's an option. Rui Hachimura. I wouldn't use him for anything else. Maybe rebounds, but he's an option. Reggie Bullock. Yeah, he can be a stinker. We've seen it time and time again. But there is at least 15, 16 point potential in him. Gallinari is one of the better ones out there, I think. Yes, sometimes it can be some iffy shooting, but I do think he's going to get pretty strong minutes. Uh, you got Xavier Simpson. Simpson, eh? Corey Kispert. Sticking with Oklahoma City, we go to Georgios Kalidzakis, who is honestly not very good, but he's going to play a lot of minutes, and you might get double-digit scoring out of him. Look, him and Simpson, they might shoot 25%, but they might take 20 shots, which is enough to get him there. Keon Johnson's a pretty good option, I think. In a number of categories, the role for him is pretty solid. KJ Martin is an option for us as well. They've been a bit weird with his playing time. You could throw Joshy Christopher in there as well. And sometimes their, their playing time does wax and wane, but they are both options. And then back to Oklahoma City, Melvin Frazier Jr., two-way guy who is going to play, looks like, pretty decent minutes again. And the option for 14, 15 points can come his way, I think, really easily. For three-pointers... Reggie Bullock, top of the list. Even if he only scores 10 points, you'll probably get nine of those from threes. So you get three triples from him. He's a very good floor threes guy with some high upside in that category as well. The Winter Soldier, Max Struess, will probably start again for the Miami Heat. He can pop off for seven triples. Like we've seen it before. That's what he does. He hits threes. Good, good three-point streamer. Corey Kispert, in theory, sure. Like the minutes are there. The usage is sort of there. 
We haven't really seen a big pop-off from him, but there's good value there. Benny McLemore's been hitting a lot of threes. Duncan Robinson, much like Reggie Bullock, he might not do anything, but he might have nine points and there's three triples in it. That, that's what he does. Gary Bird, yeah, like, I've got no confidence in this bloke at all, but maybe. Paddy Mills, similarly to Bird, uh, to, Bird to Matthews, in that he's been shit-outs for a while. But last game, we did see 15 points with five threes from Mills. That probably means he's going to be in a slump of zero points a game for the next six, but maybe he's found something. I don't know. Paddy Connaughton's a pretty good source. Not really a high upside guy, but some value there. Maybe he gets extra minutes if they sit blokes on the back-to-back. Watch that one. Avery Bradley, like I, I hate recommending Avery Bradley as a player who should play in the NBA, let alone as a guy to use for fantasy leagues. But with Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron likely out, they might play him 30 minutes. Hopefully they give those minutes to Mason Jones, but they might give him to Avery Bradley. So he could be a three-point guy. And then, of course, the Italian cock, Danilo Gallinari can help us out in those um, three-pointer categories. On to rebounds. Big Jericho Sims, the, probably the best big man stream that's out there. While big fella Jalen Horde, he's had two 20-rebound games, and then like I think four in the other two. So he's very up and down, but at least the upside is there for him. Dwight Howard and Dan Gafford, um, I don't know what they do with Howard's minutes. He might play 30, he might play five. Like legit, like the minutes are all over the shop there for him, but I think he's at least worth looking at. And Gafford, he might play 17 minutes, he might play 30, as we've seen in the last two games. Klax is like a seven-rebound sort of player, not necessarily super high upside. Same with Hachimura, and Greg Brown's in that same sort of area starting in Portland. While Whiteside's had a couple of double-doubles here, I think, in a row. Some nice double-digit rebounding games, and if they start to rest guys like Gobert, he could pull in some really big monster performances. JaVale McGee, similarly, if they rest Aiton or limit Aiton, you can get some good rebound numbers out of JaVale, and you could throw Bismack Biombo in there if they actually just flat-out sit Aiton. And then you've got, because apparently Aiton's hurt his ankle, so let's watch that one. I think Gallinari's not a bad rebound guy. He's not a great one, but he's not a bad one either. For assists, it is not great. Ishmith is the best one there by a country mile. And then it's Xavier Simpson. Simpson, eh? Chris Dunn, Thomas Sadoransky are also solid enough uh, assists streams, guys. And then it gets rough. Campaign, maybe. Saban Lee, if they rest, Corey Joseph might get you four. Um, Malachi Flynn, like if they do sit Fred Van Vliet, which it's possible they do because it is a back-to-back for them, and it's against the Rockets, so I can expect Van Vliet to maybe sit. Maybe you get 30 minutes out of Malachi in that game. That is possible. So he's an option for us. Rajon Rondo, Dacian Nix, and Keon Johnson. I'd probably prefer Keon over Rondo and Dix. Dix. <laughs> yep, I would prefer Johnson over Dix. I'd also prefer Johnson over Nix. So um, you, can, uh, you, you can look at a few of these guys, but Nix is a guy who can pass a bit, but I'm just not sure the minutes upside is necessarily right there for him, whereas Keon's minutes upside is pretty high. Four steals. I'm going to hit it again. Simpson, eh? Hey, Xavier Simpson. Melvin Frazier. D'Lon Wright. These are all two to three steal option players, I think. Uh, Joshy Christopher, also a very big steals upside guy. I-, I like him. I just wish there'd be a bit more consistency in him. Avery Bradley, Chris Dunn, and Ish Smith can also help you out in that steals category. We're looking at you know, grizzled veterans. Jalen Horde, just through minutes alone, really has got to be an option for us. Same as Georgios Kalidzakis, who might be a one to two steals player, which is not bad. But again, we're chasing the minutes there in Oklahoma City. And then Gary Bird, Garrison Matthews, who is starting and maybe gets you a steal or two. Like It's a pretty big drop off from, from him versus like a D-line or a Simpson or a Joshy Christopher even to get those um, numbers that we would hope in. Guys. Built Bar, I haven't had my Built Bar this morning, and maybe that's why I'm lacking so much. Because I love Built Bar. It is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It tastes absolutely delicious. And instead of getting a candy bar, which we all love, let's be honest, 
But those things are so full of fat and sugar and super high in calories. Whereas a built bar, it's like 130 calories in a bar. And you get it jam-packed with 17 grams of protein. You couldn't ask for a better combination. And the flavors are amazing. I love cookies and cream. You know that. I'm recently eating the shamrock flavor. I've got my lemon-dipped cheesecake puffs. I've got salted caramels here. I've got coconut bars here as well. So many great flavors on the Built Bar website. And you can get it for 15% off. If you head to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll save 15% off your order of delicious Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. Let's look at blocks. Dan Gafford, I think, is a pretty strong option here. But again, the minutes are iffy. Um, Nicky Claxton, I like his upside. Jericho seems probably the better one out there. Um, JaVale McGee and Hassan Whiteside also bring in some big block numbers coming off the bench behind Gobert. Dwighty Howden and Yekka Okongwu. Uh, Okongwu, we sort of know where his minutes sit. Howard's, you would assume, would be high, but we just don't know that. Greggy Brown's got three block upside, but hasn't really brought us that in a few months. And then my man, the locksmith, Braxton Key, who's putting up some really good defensive games. The Pistons seem to really like what he's doing. Hopefully we get no Bagley and we get him playing into that role of you know, 25, 26 minutes. And that really helps him get maybe two blocks. And then Paddy Williams of the Chicago Bulls, who was pretty poor last game, but had a couple of nice defensive stat performances that should not go unnoticed. Field goal percentage, Dwight Powell, Dan Gafford, Nick Claxton, Anyeka Okongwu. We've spoken about all these guys already. McGee, Howard, Jericho Sims I really like there in that category. Hassan Whiteside, KJ Martin. And then don't discount Thad Young, who's got a pretty decent field goal percentage in Toronto. He could rest, but he could also be the beneficiary of other guys resting. So pay attention to that. Free throw percentage. Gallinari, by far the best option here. Kispert, Georgie Hill, Kobe White. Good, three, uh, good free throw shooter. Um, Reggie Bullock, Dylan Wright, DJ Augustin. Maybe Augustin's going to play 30 minutes. That's possible. Who the hell else is their point guard? So he could actually be an assist option and a threes option as well for the Lakers. Um, Dwight Powell, Davis Bertans. He can hit some threes. Or not threes. Well, he can, but he can hit some free throws. And then Frank Jackson. And if you're looking to stream in for a back-to-back, I am, uh, I'm very sorry to tell you, but there's nothing. There are no Friday, Saturday back-to-backs. Why is that? Well, that's because every single team plays on Sunday. So you can't have someone playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there are no Friday, Saturday back-to-backs. So you are shit out of luck. Every every team that plays on Sunday has the Saturday, Sunday back-to-back because there's every game on Sunday. But you, will you actually benefit from um, streaming that option in because of the... Yeah, the full schedule on Sunday, you probably will just because you're getting that game on Saturday. But you can't actually double up your numbers here by looking Friday and Saturday. There are four teams that don't play at all, Friday or Saturday, and that's the Wolves, the Nuggets, the Magic, and the Celtics. So they their next game is on Sunday on that packed schedule. So if you've got a fringe player there, a Grant Williams, maybe an Iggy Brazdakis, maybe Monty Morris or Will Barton, maybe Malik Beasley, Pat Beverly, Vanderbilt, those sort of guys, you drop them because you you're better off using that roster spot on Friday and on Saturday. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, give me a thumbs up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.